Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, yeah! No! God! No! God, please, no! 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 listening to the Oh No Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Oh No Podcast. Before we start, I want to wish you guys a very happy New Year's. It's already like the key, the, the first week of the New Year's and I don't know how fruitful you guys have been, but I have been very fruitful this week. Um, so yeah, by fruitful, I mean I was sitting there and doing nothing for the whole week. So yeah, not to <laughs> go on that for a bit. Today we have a very special guest, someone that has to be here, I think, kind of, not has to be here, but he has been a, a, a long-awaited guest here on the Ono Podcast, but since you guys know, this is the podcast where we uh, release an episode every two to three months. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, yeah, the guest today, guys, and uh, allow me to introduce... The one and only Mauro Carabs. Hey, How's it going, buddy? What's up, man? So, I mean, listen, this is uh, for those of you, I mean, right as of now, I think most people know who you are because of self made. But, um, kind of, I don't know, let's uh, shove it down here. I really sound like a, like an interview person. I don't really want to sound like an interview person because, I mean, how, how many interviews did you do like the, in the last couple of months? I think about. You mean where I was the one interviewing or getting interviewed? Getting interviewed. I mean, you interview like 15 people, right? So yeah. Get, getting yeah. interviewed, not many. Maybe uh, not over five, so maybe four, four yeah, or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this right, is all right. the fifth one, probably. This is the fifth one. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to really interview you because I've been th- with you through the process of making self Yeah, so you I, know I everything. Know yeah, yeah. So if I ask you right now, I'm just like, so how did you, how did you create self um, <laughs> yeah, you were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was there. So I mean, but we do have to like kind of go into the details of that. Yeah, sure. As of I think uh, January, I don't know when you you seal the deal, but as of January right now, it like it was Monday. What time was it Monday? What uh what date was it Monday? Uh, January fourth. Ja- as of January fourth, you moved to uh, Elite Studios. Yeah. To a big old set with like a beautiful kind of set. Um, also uh, having your first guest was Rocio Burgos. Yeah. Exactly. But she's tremendous, by the way. But um, how did you like find that experience? Being there and, you know, being that the first episode at Elite. You know, it was completely different because even when I started um, self-made with you, yeah. that was something that was completely new to me. So yeah, speaking yeah. in front of a camera, being yeah, on yeah. camera, yeah. having to interview someone, like there's a lot of awkward moments you can see there. So you yeah, start yeah. to ask yourself like, okay, so when they're talking, am I supposed to stare them in their faces <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah, do yeah, I yeah. look look at yeah. the floor or whatever? Yeah, so yeah. as I started getting used to that process, um, going to Elite Studios right now, it's like a big set, a lot of lights that can be intimidating, <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so it's, again, stepping out of your comfort zone yeah, since yeah. I got used to things before that. So, which, is mean, one, which is like a big thing for you, right? Stepping out of the comfort zone. Yeah, it's something yeah, I try yeah. to do every time. So as soon as I get used to you know, my environment and I get comfortable, I just try to make it uncomfortable again. Yeah, yeah. you just thrive in the uncomfortable, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I try to do. They, they like, uh, this, the thing that they say always, like, if you're uncomfortable with something or... If uh, you have some fear or anxiety about something, make that that's exciting. If you make that exciting, you're going to be excited for the rest of the day. You have to do that thing. 100%. Yeah, except if it's like um, sky. What's the thing again? Uh, <laughs> when you jump out of the... Skydiving? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be so excited about that yeah, one. Yeah, no, me either. <laughs> me either, man. Yeah, no, that, that's not something I would go. But do you know what yester is? Yeah, so yeah. discomfort, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. these, guys, these guys do too much. I think... I think you have to seek discomfort, but they do a lot of fucking things. Yeah, that's know, their man. whole niche. They yeah. jump out of planes. They jump off of fucking buildings. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Not me either. <laughs> no. But um, as we said with uh, the whole self-made thing, right? I mean, it was such a, an experience to make it with you. I mean, with uh, alongside a, a, a good friend of mine named Albert. You know, we created it. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It was such a thrilling thing because uh, me and him both upgraded our, our, our mindsets. And we, we put ourselves into a path. Because of your uh, mindset and also because of the guests that you had on, the, the topics that we talked about be- after and before, it kind of put us to a path where like we have to like keep going for our goals and upgrading ourselves. Because before that, we didn't know what we're gonna do. Like we had Elvin Entertainment, we just had the artist, and we wanted to do all these things, but we didn't know what to take, what path to take. After that, um, Albert, by the way, got a got a promotion. Really it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, he just started a new job. Nice. As supervisor. Sick. Nice. All of this is because he was already a workhorse before, but now that he has a better mindset, it just 
boosted his abilities to work. You know what I'm saying? So you think the whole self-made experience helped him to reach that promotion? Yeah, definitely. Because wow, it, it that's made impressive. him seem like, damn, if, if I could do this, and if I could be on death wavelength of things, I can do much more with my time. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And by that, I mean, damn, he grinded his way in December, and now he's a supervisor. So, I mean, he's only 24, I think, 23, 24. So, supervisor at that age is a lot. Yeah, respect, man. Yeah, respect. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, really, I mean, how did you think of that? How did you think of the experience of, of kind of seeing us go into that? Well, it was really, I knew you not that well before the whole self-made yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I, we know we knew who, each, who yeah, we yeah. were, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Yeah, we were always friend of a friend. That's like the yeah, status like that we the, were. <laughs> yeah, acquaintance and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know how it went. I, know, I knew that you did the Oh No podcast, so you had some experience. I knew that you were into photography and media yeah. for years already. Yeah, yeah. So I just approached you with the question, how to do a podcast. Yeah, and yeah, And yeah. you just said, yo, let's do it. Like the, the idea, the vision is clear. I just want to jump in. So ever since then, self-improvement from the start was something very important to me. But yeah, I yeah. knew that if I try to make a show or a podcast out of it, yeah. I have the pressure that I have to deliver each week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So besides just being interested in self-improvement, then it just becomes my duty, you know, to, yeah, to yeah. keep learning so I can keep adding on to the, to the show. But since then, man, I, I mean, you started working with, with planners, getting more organized, you started yeah, back definitely. reading books and all that. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. really saw the, saw the difference because even you kept bringing in topics for us to talk about after the, after the interviews, you kept talking with the guests, networking yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was like a mind-opening experience for all of us. Yeah, I mean, it was um, it was dope to see it because it was dope to, to go on that level. Even though right now and, and all those times, uh, we're going, like, I'm especially going through a lot of, like, deep emotional shit. Yeah. But that's because, you know, new year, new changes, and it, it just grabs on fucking rapidly. But, um, no, I, I think one of the reasons that, that definitely me and Albert kind of went to work with you is because the concept was good yeah. already when me and, and tommy uh you know you first approached us yeah the pitch we, yeah yeah we were like yeah this could actually work and yeah. and, and, and tommy's mindset I, I he just i think he just thought of that because he was like yeah you know he, he wants to be optimistic or he wants to be happy i was like yeah this could actually work because aruba doesn't have this because i remember reading up on all this stuff about gary v and and all these people but i never really took it seriously yeah. And then when we started this process, I I went all out. I started reading a book a week. I started, um, well, not exercising because fuck, that's hard as fuck. But um, no, I started going like through a period of my t life where I was like, yeah, we have to do this. And I saw other people um, in the community do the same thing because it's self-made. Um, a good like a friend of mine who you know as well. He uh, now I only see him post about positivity. You know, he posts about uh, uncomfortability. Things in his life that he's upgrading, all that, and that's fucking amazing. Even that changed with you because your Instagram story started to become like motivational quotes yeah. and posts, and I I started seeing that change ever since we started working together on yeah. self-made. Yeah, it, it it's a gradual change. I think eventually it's gonna get better, but even now I'm uh, that without the whole you know emotional fucking bullshit, I'm still thinking this is going to be a path that has to happen. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that's all. The, I mean really, self-made man. Yeah. yeah, 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 truly, man. I mean, what did you see of the impact and changes that happened? Not only for me, but for yourself as a, as a new, um, you know, host, uh, new spotlight person, and also kind of the people around you. Kind so, of. like I told you in the beginning, I think I told you this, is that um, when we started the show, my aim, instead of just becoming the most popular, you know, self-improvement channel or whatever, I said that I just want to get messages or feedback from people out there that we made a difference that we yeah, managed yeah. to help them or improve their day yeah. or motivate them in general so my aim was just to hear that from complete strangers you know because yeah, sometimes yeah. your friends can still be too nice and you don't know if they're being <laughs> yeah, honest yeah. so <laughs> yeah, e ever since then man ever since the the first episode I already got like messages from four different people that i never met before yeah, yeah, yeah. saying that this is what aruba needs yeah. Uh, keep doing this. This is what people need to hear. People need to wake up. People need motivation. We're in a dip right now. So ever since then, I just started, you know, being approached by people sometimes on the street, sometimes via Facebook or DMs. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, th aren't you that guy from self-made? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the point was yeah. that they, when they reached out, they just said or told me like a short story of how that episode managed to help them or how they never knew this side of the person that was being yeah. interviewed. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of times people have like a certain image to, to keep up with, you know, yeah, either in yeah. person or on social media. And then these guests, once you bring them on the show and let them 
open up to that history or that experience that no no one knows of. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really great, man. Yeah, and I can see it. I can see that you you definitely took a lot of kind of knowledge in in these guests that they have like kind of shared all of these experiences. I mean, really, w when we went to the whole Jayon thing, yeah, I that showed me a lot about who he is as a content character and and all a lot of things that he's done. Yeah, I never knew he was like that either. I didn't know there was a whole <laughs> spiritual side to him. Yeah, yeah. The moment he mentioned the books that he read, I was like. Man read books? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he read books. I was like, okay, all right, I see you, I see you. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. I didn't expect yeah. that either. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people that went on the podcast, like, that said they read books, I was like, damn. Yeah, that was one of the most favorite episodes of season one. Because yeah. no, no one expected it, you know? No yeah. one saw it coming. He was talking about, like, yeah, every month he, he practices something and he does his something, which kind of is inspiring, to say the least. But same with Odilia. Odilia was talking about... um. How, you know, she started talking about her, all her, her uh, kind of lifestyle and all that. Yeah, and then and how we, she dealt with depression also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she mentioned the books that she read. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I didn't expect her to be a reader also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something about success. If you want success, you know, you should, you know, even if it's like a science fiction book. If you read, you have a lot of things in your mind. You know, you have more knowledge. And Agreed. I think that's uh, a, a kind of an essential part of what made self-made the thing that it is. Yeah, agreed. Because, uh, damn, I mean, seeing all the books that went off by uh, uh, Plaza Bookshop, that was fucking good. That was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I knew yeah. we were going to have influence, but I didn't expect us to have that much influence that fast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and seeing all the people that, that constantly show and talk about the books that we usually talk about, yeah. I was like, yeah. It's fucking dope. It's yeah, fucking amazing, dude. I know, I know. And even though I, I didn't read them, like the, the one, the habit one, uh, Atomic Habits? Atomic Habits. I haven't read it yet, but uh Damn. <laughs> I can't I can't wait to like get get through the, the book that I'm reading right now to read that one. Because uh, I'm buying that one and then I'm buying uh ah, fuck the Right of a Lifetime, which I haven't read yet. Yeah, Bob yeah. Iger. Yeah, Bob Iger. Bob Iger is a fucking god, man. <laughs> yeah, well that was amazing, the the whole Plaza Bookshop thing, man, because even self made was just it was two weeks or three since we launched. Yeah. And yeah. then we already Bumped up the sales at Plaza. You know, yeah. I was expecting yeah. that. Dude, that second episode, boom, all the fucking sales came in. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I got to say before you, because this is your first time on the Ono. Yeah. But uh, we say a lot of bad words. Well, I, I usually say because I, I, it just gradually gets out. Yeah, it's fine, man. <laughs> I, I yeah, try to yeah. keep it clean on self-made, so it's it's nice to know that I could just let it go here. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it shows like, show the handles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember that shit? Which one? The um so Odile, you were interviewing yeah, Odile, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then her manager, his her manager, show said, me handles, showed the handles. That was the best. <laughs> Yo, me and Luis kept saying that every time Luis does something like on Instagram, I'm like, show the handles. <laughs> that was that was crazy. <laughs> it was it was like random. I kept looking at Luis. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that was what intense. The fuck happened. <laughs> that was that was aggressive. That was an aggressive. And you yeah. were on you were on air. What what did you think? You were literally like on the camera. Wouldn't you like? Yeah, I was like, yo, where's the respect, bro? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to cut this thing out, yeah. so. Shit, I, I, I did cut it out. You did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't, like, it, it was too direct. I was like, nah, fuck, I yeah, can't let it much. out, man. It was, it was weird. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one, really, that one was a great episode. That one was a really great episode. I think um, that one kind of excelled, because even she followed you back, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We yeah. spoke a few times also. Yeah. Cause um, I saw one of the stories that she did when yeah, yeah. when she was here. She did a lot of like charity work. Yeah, yeah. And went yeah. to a lot of places like that. So she went to this place that houses blind children. Yeah. On Aruba. Yeah, yeah. And then because of that, I even messaged one of the girls that was on the story. It's like a 12-year-old girl named Cassien, and then yeah. she also goes there. And then she was born blind, so okay, she's been okay. blind her whole childhood. Yeah, yeah. And I already reached out to her and asked her parents for permission for her to be on self-made. Oh fuck. Yeah. So is she like okay again? Just blurts out. Um, is she like uh, someone that perseveres through her disability? N not yet, because she's 12. Oh. But, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, even Odilia told me about her, and then I spoke with her via voice notes yeah, yeah. a few times, and she's like cheerful, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's never seen before, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. What, really? She has never been like no, publicized she, or anything no, like she, that? No, she was born blind. Oh, damn, that was. And she's damn. 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, especially since 2020 was a horrible year. Yeah. And COVID <laughs> sucks and we're still in COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice to be reminded of someone that was born with more complications, limitations than you. And yeah, still yeah. manages to be cheerful yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah. So I think it's something people should be reminded of how 
you know, grateful you should be, how lucky yeah, yeah. you are. Yeah. So I'm going to have her on self-made soon. I'm excited for that one. I'm excited for that <laughs> yeah, one. That, that's going to really bring... I think it's going to shed tears. It's going to make yeah. people shed tears for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely, man. It's something that everybody, like you said, everybody has to, you know, be grateful what they have right now. Because, yeah. I mean, if somebody, you know, goes through all that, is still, you know, happy, cheerful and all that, yeah. it gives you another edge to, you know, you who kind of has everything. You know yeah, because it's easy to take things for granted. It's yeah, easy yeah. to forget, you know, how lucky you are that yeah. not everyone has that. So once in yeah. a while to be reminded that you are privileged in many areas, I think it's it's it should be mandatory. <laughs> it should. It should. Yeah. I mean, even though I, I understand that a lot of people are because today, fuck, today I was talking to my friend Ben. Yeah. About, you know, because um, we were talking about the topic of, of motivational speakers. <laughs> and um, we were talking about that, you know, rich people, some rich people do have that moment where they're like, yeah, I'm not happy or they're not grateful for what they have or, or they feel like shit, I, I can't go on or something like that. And, and we were going through that. And I was like, yeah, because maybe they plateaued yeah. with their life and they don't know what else to do. And and he was like, yeah, but uh, some rich people like are unhappy. And I was like, yeah, but some rich people are unhappy because they don't know what to do with, you know, with their influence or money. If you have money, you have the freedom to kind of go to these things where you can, you know, express your freedom, express your, your ability and know how to become happy again. Yeah. You know, and if you plateau, you have, um, you can set goals to where you become bigger and, and, you know, more financially stable. Because I know a lot of uh, rich folk that, not rich, well, the wealthy people that have worked hard for their money, that when they feel down, they usually take like a month to just find themselves again so they can continue on, you know, do, doing all, you know, hard work and all the attention and the, the, the money and the glory, which comes with a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting topic that we spoke today. It was uh, an intense one, to be honest. <laughs> you should have spoken about it on Oh No, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, but it was, it was, it was something that came out of spur of the moment because it was something that uh, I once told you about called the N NPC uh, syndrome. You know what an NPC is? No, I can't remember. Yeah, right it was now. a non-playable character. <coughs> uh, in, in video games, you have the, the, the playable characters that you can play and then do whatever the fuck with. Yeah. Then you have the non-playable characters, which are people, just random computer-generalized people that walk through the streets okay. and GTA and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. They don't do anything. That's, that's what we talked about, the NPC syndrome, because I had a friend that feels he's an NPC and he's happy with it. Okay. Like an NPC syndrome is basically um, people that don't want to achieve anything big. Or they, they just want to live their lives. Or yeah. NPCs are like, they're, they're, don't get me wrong, they're, they're needed. But they're just people that just want to live their life. No goals, no nothing. And we, you know, we started speaking about that and how it affects people in, in other different ways. I don't know if, what you think about that one, the NPC syndrome. I, since I haven't heard about it before this, I haven't yeah. really given much thought to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if, if I say something now, <laughs> it's probably just going to be spontaneous yeah, yeah. and without thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You should check it out. It's um, it's just literally like, um, although the world needs NPCs because it's it's like people like let's say the 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 janitors and and the people like that. We yeah. need them. We know the world definitely needs them. But NPC syndrome is more like you're stuck in a bubble and you don't want to leave that bubble. You just want to stay content with what you have in a sense that you don't want more of life. You just want okay, I have a job, I I have a house, I'm good. I don't want anything else. That's kind of the NPC bubble. If it's kind of the comfort zone, that's that's what I, it is. I was yeah. I was gonna yeah. say that right now. Yeah. <laughs> so and I think now that you describe what it is, there are many people like that, or I think it's like an increasing number in population. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people now, I don't know. I mean, once you once you're in the comfort zone, the word says it itself. You know, you're happy there. It's yeah. comfortable. So yeah. it's kind of counterintuitive to make yourself feel uncomfortable to grow. Yeah, so it's yeah. something that you should be mindful and woke about to be able to do it yeah yeah because you're going against your senses you know if, if you're happy and safe and comfortable why would you want to leave yeah you yeah know, it's not logical <laughs> if you just think about it like that yeah yeah you're just like yeah you know, i'm good playing xbox for now i don't want to do anything exactly. else <laughs> exactly yeah so I, I i do understand like hey I'm, I'm like you said playing xbox playing ps4 with my friends yeah this like, this is fun life is good so why should i do something else you yeah, know, yeah the yeah. world has many people that are aspiring to be millionaires or be the next big thing. Yeah, yeah. So why, like, compete and sweat if, if I have it good? You know, yeah, I, yeah, I, do, yeah. I do get, like, I do see why, how people can see that as 
you know, being something good. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm not wired that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that, yeah. But it, I think it's more along the lines of, I think the comfort is, is okay. I mean, I think people that just want to live their lives, you know, chilling and, and they have a job, so they, they get money. But I think it's it's normal. But I also think that, damn, what, what if you did more? Get out of the comfort zone and see what you can end up with. But he was, I think he, he just brought it up because he's young. Yeah. He's what? He's Now he's turning 21. So I think the moment he turns, I think, 23, 24, I think he might, you know, get a sense of responsibility. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I, I, I didn't get that until I was 23. So, I mean, I, I lived for a while. I was like, no motivation. Uh, just stuck in a bubble called the Ruba because Ruba's my bubble. <laughs> but it, then when I was, like, I think 23, it just, just popped. Well, it, it hasn't popped yet. Because I, I still live with my, my parents and I still um, work at that place. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention it, but um, yeah, don't yeah. Say it. <laughs> I think that's that's the bubble, biggest bubble for me. But once I break that, I mean, the possibilities are endless. I was I was never like that, man. Since yeah. I, like not even since I was a kid. So it's not something I can say when I hit 18 or 20. Um, I wanted to break out of that bubble. I just always wanted to do my own thing. I never even pictured. You know, when I grew up having a job where I have a boss, you know, yeah, so yeah. so at home, they just raised us with the freedom to think whatever we want. Right. So yeah. many kids, when when they're young at home, their parents, you know, I don't want to say force, but they force yeah. them to follow their yeah. religion, go yeah, to church, yeah. do this, yeah. do that. And in, in my household, since I was what, like maybe 13, 14, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we were Catholic, obviously, like most people on Aruba. But I remember my parents even being like, you want to be an atheist, be an atheist. Fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there yeah, was no yeah. pressure in anything. We just had to do obviously the basic, you know, as long as you just, you know, do your things at home, yeah, do your yeah, chores, yeah. Uh, go to school, try and get best grades, everything. Yeah. You're good. So I didn't now, have any pressure. At, I do have anything. this question because you, your, your father is, uh, is Spanish. Yeah. So um, was that kind of a factor in that? Because I think mo many Arubians are, Arubians, sorry, are stuck in that bubble that you have to do this, you have to do that, and kind of in the indoctrination bubble. But did the fact that your father is kind of Spanish, that he has more kind of, not knowledge, but he, he has more experiences worldwide compared to us? Because in Spain, the, the influence is, is far different than what we experience here. Yeah. So might that been like a, a factor to that freedom? I, I wouldn't really say so because my mom is not to be compared with like the typical Aruban. She's Aruban. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. You know, her, her, her ancestors, her parents also are. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she's definitely not like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so even, even um, a lot of times in, in many homes still in Aruba, you don't refer to your parents as you yeah, or as your yeah. first name, you know, yeah. as a way of respect. Yeah. And that's pretty old school, pretty traditional. Yeah, yeah. So at our house, and this hasn't anything to do with my dad, so it was mom and dad, but... Yeah, yeah. We didn't have to say that, so we could always refer to them as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if we ever had an opinion or argument, we were free to, to voice Express it out. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, so instead of just being raised in a household where the parents say, you know, they have the final word because they're the mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. In ours, it was, hey, if you have something to say, if you have an argument, if you don't agree with what I say, yeah, yeah. you know, say, say it. it. <laughs> if it doesn't make yeah. sense, then yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but but, but yeah. if it does make yeah. sense, then they actually listen. Yeah, yeah. So in that, I think that um, made me and my sister grow up with uh, with like the ability to, I don't know, either debate or, or argue more, yeah. you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you do have the chance to voice out your opinion since you're a kid instead yeah. of just keeping it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, Which, I mean, I'm happy with how I was raised. That's great. That's great. Because, um, like, <laughs> the experience of being raised with fear is also something fucked yeah. up. I remember when I was a kid, me and my brother didn't have, like, that freedom. <laughs> we just had, if you said a, a bad word or if you tried to speak up, <laughs> you would get your ass beat. My parents are not like that anymore, cause, mostly because we're adults and, and, you know, they gone through, like, the, the past, the loss of my brother. Yeah. But, whoo, <laughs> that childhood was, it wasn't rough, but... It, it had its moments there was like, shit, no, I, can now, imagine, I feel man. the indoctrination coming on. I but luckily, I feel as it, it's like a blessing that I'm not, um, I'm not baptized. Okay. I'm not baptized in Catholicism or, or Protestant. My dad is Protestant and my mom is Catholic. Yeah. But I'm not baptized. So I, I, I think that's a blessing in disguise because that, that's something that I have to make a decision on, not them. So, I mean, that, that's one benefit. But let, let's say, for instance, <laughs> this, is, this is a big one. 
Okay. My parents never gave us like the choice to to voice their opinions. They always like, yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. And then when you say it, you get <laughs> you get whooped. You get whooped. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then with the second one, do you like spicy food? Did I what? Do you like spicy food? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I don't like spicy food anymore because when when I was I think I think eight maybe five or eight, I said a bad word. My dad grabbed Tabasco, put it on my mouth, and then every time I would say it, I would get. Kind of Tabasco in my mouth. Yeah. After that, I fucking hate spicy food. Even like the tiniest bit of spicy food, I hate that shit. No, I didn't. It's I didn't go through anything <laughs> like that. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I got a spanking a few times, but that's because, <laughs> you know, you deserve it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that that was it. I haven't gone through anything else. Yeah, yeah. That's not that. That's great. That's great because that gives you another motivation of when you become a dad. Um, you'll give your kids the same, you know, freedom, the same yeah. path. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm Definitely. sure. I'm sure with my indoctrination, I, <laughs> I'm probably gonna not be the same as my parents, but in hindsight, a little bit the same. Like if if I become like enraged, I won't hit them, but you know, push comes to shove, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am I am happy with how I was raised because yeah. I am happy how I turned out to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if when I get a kid or if I get a kid, I'm looking to do it pretty similar. Yeah, yeah how yeah. I was raised. In like a very motivated household, free, you know. I mean, free freedom. Not not like the hippie kind, you know. What no, I'm no, no, exactly. Yeah. But, but but freedom and, yeah. and comprehension. And yeah, it is like the two words that I would use to describe that. Yeah. Because yeah. again, um, at first when I was younger, you know, elementary school and the beginning of middle school and stuff, my dad was the strict one when it came to schools, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you got to do your homework. Why aren't you studying? You got to get better grades. But as I grew up, and I think as he also kept growing up mentally, although yeah. he was an adult. Um, at the end of high school, he started telling me, I, I don't want you to be uh, the, the A student in the classroom. I don't want you to get, like, only nines and tens or eights. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm happy as long as you get sixes or sevens or as long as you pass because I, I do still want you to have time to do other things yeah, do that you, you want to do. Like, you know? Do things that make you whole. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, 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 yeah. back then in, in Veo and Colegio, you get, like, those A students, but they legit study yeah, yeah. All day or yeah, like for yeah. hours, you they know, do and, and they don't have a life. And <laughs> yeah, he says, you're yeah. young, you're supposed to have a life. So look, as long as you pass, as long as you bring home like acceptable grades, as long as you get your diploma, you're, you're free to do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Which gave you an edge on, on most kids because you got to have your, your teenager, your teenager, right? Yeah. I mean, the yeah. thing that sucks, though, is I am one of that, like, if, if you see the stereotype of the kid, that's pretty smart. So if yeah, he studies... Yeah. Like a few can, hours yeah. or the nights, the night before <laughs> yeah. an exam, like yeah. he passes everything. Yeah, yeah. So I am that kid. Yeah. So <laughs> the bad thing is that um, maybe I grew up lacking discipline. You yeah. Because yeah, my yeah. sister is someone that she she always did study. So you walk in a room, she's studying, doing homework. Yeah. And since I knew that even if I do it the last minute, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah, I grew up with that mentality of yeah, I can just do it later and I'll still pass. So why do it now? You know? Yeah, yeah. And that kind of sucks. But like I'm working on being more disciplined now. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my best. <laughs> But still, you have the knowledge, you know, you have the, the, the brain power to uh, have kind of, I think, big essays and, and big things that you have to do now. You know? Yeah, still. You're 22, right? Yeah, 22. Just turned 22. Well, then, damn, a few you have ago. a long time. I'm, I'm saying that like I'm fucking old. I'm like a year older than you. I'm saying that like I'm fucking 45. Like, <laughs> nah, you're also saying. young. <laughs> no, but it, it's, um, it's good to have that kind of mentality because I, I, I never knew you, you guys went through that, like went through, you know, that freedom, that uh, kind no, of. No, yeah, that's how I grew up. Yeah, because uh, in my house, it was the complete opposite, but my parents also gave us a lot of freedom when it comes to that. Part. That's nice. Yeah, because um, my brother went to the same Marvel. I went to the same Marvel, but then a lot of stuff happened. Uh, something that most people don't know is that I dropped out of Marvel because of, you know, I was. Bullying? Uh, no, or? I was a very toxic person in Marvel. Okay. And I got into a fight. Now, I am a person, I'm, I'm very confident in my fighting ability, but in that moment, I didn't want to hurt him because I knew if, if I went the way I wanted to go, I would hurt him and then I would end up in jail or I, w I would end up expelled. Yeah. So I just grabbed him like with a, with a wrestling lock, like a wrestling thing to try and, and maneuver him into stop punching me. And it worked, but then I, I let it slip. He punched me here. And I think the person I was back then couldn't handle the, the, the embarrassment because it was in front of everybody. Yeah. So I just, I just dropped out. I just dropped out to pursue anything I could that was five maybe six years ago and but yeah it, w it wasn't the best kind of five years but yeah I, I finished um, yeah, Penn Foster I had all those things but yeah that was 
pretty much the freedom. That was mostly, my side, it was mostly lack of discipline. <laughs> it was real lack of discipline. But I figured if I went to school anyway, I wouldn't be able to finish it. Because um, I would be, my mind would be somewhere else. Yeah, I know, you know what you mean. Yeah, so, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was tough. But, uh, fuck it, it happens. It happens. Yeah, man, it you happens know? to Just, a lot of people. Yeah, 2015, it was one of the worst years, I, I, I tell you. When you were 15? 2015. Oh, two, yeah. 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 Even though it was a great year because I met Jilmer that, that year. Yeah. But it was, it was a tough year, man. Whew, it was a really tough year. <laughs> but one thing that that um, baffles me that nobody talked to you about in these interviews is is the experience you had in in, in Spain. Like you went to Spain for a year, right? A yeah, year? yeah. I lived yeah. abroad for one year. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to tell the people about that, man, because Spain is is a really beautiful country, and and you you know having descendants from there. I mean, damn, how was that experience? Living in Spain? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the number one thing that changed about me when I lived in Spain was before that, when I used to live in Aruba, I was a kid that hated being alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have a friend over, I would have Beto over, for example, and then we'd stay at home, play FIFA or PlayStation all day. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as he left and went home at 6, like at 6, 15 i'd have another friend yeah, over yeah, 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 you know yeah. and let him like sleep over because i just couldn't handle being alone yeah 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 i don't know why i didn't yeah. like dive deep into it to find out but then once like i went abroad i didn't have like my my parents or my sister or like my ruben friends so yeah, yeah. one i had to make new friends and i was someone that was very shy so introvert 100 percent. yeah 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 so i had to socialize or else i wouldn't meet new people and then then again since i lived in like a student residence I was surrounded by people 24-7, so yeah, yeah. sometimes it even got to the point where I wanted to be alone, and yeah, that yeah. never happened before, <laughs> yeah. so I yeah, used to yeah. go to my grandparents' house and then just stay alone in my room, so I started to enjoy being alone yeah, yeah, yeah. more and more, Yeah. and in being alone, I found out that if you're not just distracting yourself with TV or PlayStation, YouTube, whatever, your mind does wander, you get to know yourself better and that's really a thing yeah, because yeah. if you're surrounded by noise all the time, you don't hear yourself, you know? Yeah, you get so, anxious and you're like, nah, yeah. you know, I don't want to think about myself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when sitting alone and, and you just wait that anxiety out for a bit, you know, yeah, yeah. you get to know yourself, you hear yourself and then I get to know maybe what I truly want or yeah, what yeah. I want to do, what I want to work on. So yeah. that's where like the self-improvement journey started. Yeah, it started at... Uh, at like a space in Spain by yeah. being by myself at home, and that was, that was one of your, the greatest times of your life, right? In Spain, yeah, man. You, yeah, you, like the number one is um, was the traveling, so I could yeah, travel to yeah. other places. Traveling was always like a big goal for me. Yeah, yeah. Since I was a kid, like my dream destination was always Switzerland. Like yeah. I said, someday in my yeah. life I'm gonna go there. Yeah. And when living in Spain, I managed to do that. So Switzerland, Italy, Ireland, yeah. uh, France, it was it was amazing. That was so amazing, that, that was the best part. Yeah. And, and meeting people from all over the world with different cultures. Yeah. Still making friends with them. Like the whole experience was, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing, right? Yeah, because I remember you sent me a video of uh, you on a boat because we were, had to make a, a compilation of your highlight videos. Yeah. And I saw that. I was like, damn. This yeah, yeah. Like a it, good was, time. It, was, it was sick, man. It was <laughs> yeah. amazing. But you told me last time that you went to Switzerland for uh, beach tennis, right? No, I went to Switzerland with... Friends, yeah, like yeah. on a trip. Yeah. But in Spain, I played beach tennis around also. Yeah, yeah. And you also had a brand, right? You, you just made like yeah, shirt a couple of shirts. There. Right? Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Also, yeah. Like I was always, like I told you, like a busy <laughs> yeah. kid. I always yeah, yeah. had ideas. Yeah. And again, at home, we were encouraged to, if you have an idea, try to make it happen, try it out. Yeah. So, yeah, ever since I was younger, like I said, I just thought of why doesn't like the beach tennis here sell cool shirts? They're all plain. They're all yeah. boring. Yeah, yeah. I want to wear cool shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, at home they're like, well, you want a cool shirt? Just make it. And I was yeah, like, yeah. shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll go, make go, it. Get it. Fine. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, ever since then, like I told you, I started getting ideas and I just thought, okay, let's just try it out. You know? So self-made, I never even wanted to start it in the first place. Yeah, it was yeah. just an idea. Yeah. Like even when I, when I, you know, pitch to you. I was just, I told you at the end, okay, but it's a what if, right? Like we don't, we don't have yeah, to. Yeah. And then, yeah, here we are. Yeah, no, cause I, I like, I, I love that about you. Cause you're, you're like always having something onto the next thing. Yeah. I don't think you barely have um, free time. Cause I think if you have a little bit of free time, you're going to either squeeze something to do yeah, in it. Do something else, man. <laughs> yeah. I like, have like I, a notebook that I literally write down 
ideas yeah, like yeah. whether it's self-made yeah. or startup or idea else. or yeah, anything yeah. yeah it's just like an idea of, of ideas uh, yeah. a notebook of ideas yeah and every like i can guarantee that i write in it every single week so every yeah, yeah, week yeah. i get an idea of something that i can do yeah i mean i'm not gonna be not busy yeah ever. yeah you're, you're just like if you have one moment of silence you just like shit Nah, I gotta do something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't exactly. want to be, you know, unproductive for an hour. Although, you know, being unproductive for an hour does help, you know, s- stimulate the mind. Yeah, I, I even said that on like the the last self-made episode we just posted. Yeah. yeah. That although, like, I feel useless if I'm not being productive, and yeah, I do. Yeah. Like, um, I still need like an unproductive day a week, yeah, like yeah, completely. Yeah. So there's one day a week at least. That for the whole 24 hours, I won't do shit. Yeah, you're just and I need it. I need yeah, it. Yeah. You know? Like some <laughs> yeah. days I, I literally say, today I'm just going to do Netflix and play PS4. I don't yeah. want to do anything else. Yeah, yeah. And again, I need those days every week. Yeah. But besides that, if there are like two days in a row that I didn't read or I didn't listen to a podcast yeah. or I didn't read a blog or watch a documentary or go to the gym, I'll just start feeling like shit. And yeah, I'll, yeah, and I'll, yeah, be, yeah. I'll be grumpy yeah, all day. Yeah. <laughs> you're so like, that's fuck. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, do you ever feel like, whenever you feel grumpy, do you feel like, shit, you know, I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve to just chill for a second. Except the days that you would chill, you know, just the moments where you're like, shit, I, no, I not did really. too much work. No, not you really. have to be constantly doing something. Yeah, man. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I, I feel like I have to. Sometimes, like, my family even tells me, or they told me before, not now, like, before self-made, I heard this a few times, that yeah, yeah. you're young, you're not supposed to be focused on, like, success and growing and working and making money and self-improvement this yeah. much like yeah. you're young you're still yeah. supposed to do stupid things and yeah. have fun yeah you know but like i i feel that it's my responsibility that if like every every single young person out there is thinking like that yeah yeah not thinking like that still gives you an edge yeah. you know but is it because i think in our influence in our ruben culture it's mostly because when we were younger, we already went through the phase where we made mistakes and we, we partied and we did all the fun stuff that usually in America... Maybe, maybe. It yeah. starts later. Yeah, it starts when you're in your 20s. Because they say your 20s is, is, is the best years of your life because you're going to make mistakes, you're going to drink, you're going to do all that. Yeah. But, in but Aruba, here the drinking starts at 15, 16. <laughs> yeah, know? 15. And you start driving earlier as well. So yeah. you, you might have a point there. I, yeah. just, I, I just do know that still in Aruba, you can find people in their 20s that are living as if they were 16, 17. But yeah. then again, yeah. through self-made, through the DMs, through the interviews, yeah. I met a lot of people that are woke and are on the same wavelength yeah. at yeah. this age that, that yeah. I didn't I didn't have any idea about. Yeah, so it was, yeah. it was awesome. Which is good, man. Because it, it takes a lot to find people like that in Aruba. Because yeah. <laughs> we have this influence that you have to work, then you have to go home, drink every weekend. Yeah. Like it's something that that Carlos someone said Carlos Blanco on on uh, self made. Yeah, you're go you're waiting every month for a paycheck, and then f- Friday comes back, and then you're celebrating, you're drinking. But what are you really celebrating? Yeah. There's really nothing to celebrate. That just sounds like the NPC syndrome. Yeah, the NPC syndrome. Yeah, like hey, touch a beer, let's fucking party. But what? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> if if you think it, if you analyze those people, or at least me, like yeah. at first glance, you know, analysis, not even yeah. th- going deep into it, but it. Then it does seem like like a simulation, you know, because yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. you're just on repeat yeah. every single time. So yeah, just work, wait for the for the paycheck, waste yeah. it, party, yeah. and then same shit. Yeah, and th- that's not for me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like no. I told you, every single every single yeah. time that I write an idea in the notebook, it's yeah. a different idea. So if I chase it, it's a whole different thing I'm trying to chase or trying yeah. to make happen. You know. Yeah, yeah. So life is honestly never the same for me. Yeah, yeah, in and then life is just constantly going for you. You know, you don't have a a time where you just like pause this is not what i want to do because right now you know what you want to, you want in life you know you know what you want to do and every day it just keeps getting like yeah this is what i want to do right? i mean i know what i want to accomplish long term yeah, yeah and i know what i want to do now yeah so the space in between i just let it fill let itself it fill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's just let it fill you know what i'm saying yeah 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 which most kids don't don't do these days most kids just uh don't have any vision for that I was I was one of those kids. But that's that's what I'm trying to change with self-made. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And a lot of kids because of self-made they have this this moment of realization where they sit down, they have notebook as I have right here, notebook, and they're like, Yeah, let me put my long term goals, my short term, and then just the mi- in between what I wanna do now. A lot of kids are like, Yeah, I wanna become kind of the top tier in whatever the hell or something like that. And then once they turn thirty, thirty five, 
they already know where their life's going, you know, and that's great. And all, I think all because of self-made. Self-made is kind of putting in the ears, especially right now, to, hey, you're young, but don't think that because you're young, your, your opinion, your voice, or your life does not matter. Yeah, like one, one thing I disagree with, I, I see what, you know, your, your loved ones, the people that are close to you are trying to say, like they don't want you to throw away your years to have fun and make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it is coming from a good place in their heart when they tell you you're young, don't focus on these things. Yeah. But then again, if you just tell every single person that, then people aren't going to be serious about their own growth until they're 30. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. what's the point? Like, the, yeah, like then yeah. how are we going to evolve? You yeah. Know? How are you going like, to put your life forward? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like to me, again, it, like when I look at life and they tell, like you always face this question of t to you, what's the meaning of life basically? Yeah. yeah. And down to a, like a micro scope. So if you look at it from close, I would say every single person gets to define what they want to make their life mean you yeah, know but yeah. if i look at it like in a macro point of view i would just say that it's about contribution so yeah. everyone on their own terms try to live your best life try to find happiness in your own way but like together i would say it's just about contributing making it better for everyone else yeah, yeah. which is again what i try to do with self-made yeah, yeah, yeah. so i see it that if if people every time just don't have to focus on themselves until they're 25 or 30 yeah then i don't see that they're gonna have a lot of time to contribute if they start that late yeah no and it's gonna put them in in like a very deep state of mind it's gonna hit him like it's gonna put them towards they have to do something in order for them not to be like either depressed or something yeah it, it gives them a sense that fuck life I wasted this many years of my life, so I have to, you know, constantly drink to, to go over this, which is where, where um I, I stand on, on you know, the, the whole fun thing. What? You have to have fun in your life, but if, if that, if you're going to choose kind of recreation over, you know, building your life, I think maybe there's something that is deep down inside is, is kind of creeping up inside, you know? You yeah, yeah, I understand. you in the gut. And a lot of, like, this year, not last year, I, I lost, well, not lost, but I'm losing a lot of friends because of this, because I'm choosing not to, to, to you know, go out constantly drinking, I'm choosing not to, to, you know, be, not be entertained, but I'm choosing not to, you know, waste the, the time that I still have on this earth doing only the same things I've done in, in the past five years, you know, which was party, party, drink, drink, drink. You know, I was drinking a lot in 2019, a lot, like every weekend, even every day. So, and I've, I've been start, I've been noticed I'm losing a lot of friends because of that. But I, at this point, it hurts a lot. But that's a part of life. It just goes on. It, that, that's, that tells you that those friends were there because they want to be there for you when you're doing all this shit, drinking and all that. Yeah. And they're not there for you when you have to do, you know, the monumental things you're going to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, what you mean. yeah, I mean, dude, for me, I have like, like I can count my friends yeah. on one or maximum two hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of acquaintances. Like, yeah, if, yeah. if I go to a public place, a bar, a restaurant, the gym, on the streets, whatever, yeah, I am yeah. going to say hi to a lot of people because yeah. I do know a lot of people. I'm on good terms with a lot of people, but like, friends, it's just a handful, you <laughs> yeah, know? And yeah, I was yeah. always like that. So, and e even again, like I told you, through self-made, it gave you the opportunity to meet people that are on the same wavelength. Yeah. So yeah. I do have friends for like half of my life. So they've been with me for years and we always had fun. So we always played sports. We went out, we played PS4. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a deep sense of trust and a family feel. Yeah, but yeah. then again, they're not, not all of them are on the same mentality than yeah, me, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. so we do get along perfectly. I can yeah. trust them with my life. Yeah. But then again, when I meet other people, like uh, there was this period that me and... Uh, Carlos Rosso, Kroos, we yeah, Kroos, hung yeah. out for a while. So me and Kroos, or me and uh, Dino Zara, me and Kendrick. And then, dude, once, you're, once you start hanging out a few days with people like that, that yeah. also want to chase whatever you're chasing, yeah, yeah, also have goals, it's just like you're a complete different person. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you feel so much better. Yeah, dude. It's, so it's, much it's better. It's incredible. Yeah, so. and it pushes you to, to higher levels that you can't even comprehend when you're alone. Yeah, 100%. You know that the old saying that uh, you surround yourself with the people that you know can not benefit you, but surround yourself with the people that can kind of mo okay, make you level up, basically. Yeah, in other words, you elevate your yeah. mindset. <laughs> so it's like if, you're, if you hang out with, uh, with you know, um, a millionaire and you, 
he teaches you a lot of stuff, you're going to end up the next millionaire. If you end up with a, you know, a bum, <laughs> you're going to be a bum. If you, if you hang out with, with uninspired people, you're going to be the next one that, that doesn't do anything. You're going to be an uninspired. Yeah. I, I remember that because I remember, uh, you know, Los Tipicos is, is a perfect example of that. They're a bunch of very talented and skilled, motivated young people. And I remember them kind of, it was two years ago that we made a short film that we won, right? And yeah, you showed me. Yeah. It was nice. That, that one was such an experience because all these people are, are people that want to do cinema. All, all these people are people that constantly grind at it so they can make cinema. And, and, and to be in that environment, I was like, this is the most work that I'm ever going to do, and I fucking love it. It, yeah. it was not a moment that was like, I fucking hate this. I love this. And it's tough to find people like that, but eventually if you keep doing what you're doing, you're, you're going to find people that are in the same wing playing. So To yeah. back you up on that, if you think about it, when you look at like psychological, we good? Yeah, yeah, no, we're fine. <laughs> if you look at like some psychological research, what helps people get used to something is positive reinforcement, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so again, it's proven that people don't learn well under stress, under anger, under hatred, but yeah, they yeah. do with positive reinforcement. So, yeah. if you look at it, if you're surrounded by They always say, like, the five people you surround yourself with, the five friends you have. But yeah, I'm just yeah. going to say, if you surround yourself with friends that give you praise, so they compliment you. If you leave home and come to the club, if they praise you for staying on the PlayStation a few more hours, if they praise you for skipping class and going to do other things, yeah, yeah. then by getting that praise, which is a form of positive reinforcement, you're just going to learn, if you want it or not, that that behavior is good. You yeah, know, yeah. If you yeah, surround yeah. yourself with people that they praise you or compliment you, if you ditch one time or a few times going to the club and stay home and read, yeah. If they compliment you when you read a book, like, hey, you're getting better. If they compliment you because you go to the gym, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get praised for that, and that's positive reinforcement for that behavior. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's literally, it looks and sounds obvious and logical that you do turn into the people that you surround yourself with, right? Yeah, if yeah. if all my friends were people that have no ambitions and all they do is have fun, play games, and party. And even if I'm still motivated, I'm going to be motivated at a lower level than I yeah. am, you know, if I hang out with the people I mentioned yeah, to you. Yeah, and then you're going to end up doing, you know, all those kinds of things. Yeah, doing. I'm, I'm yeah. going to do it more yeah. and more Yeah. and do the things that I want to do now less because I'm, you know, not with those people. Yeah, so right yeah. now I'm someone with ideas, but for example, the the weeks that I hung out with um, Carlos back yeah. then, yeah, yeah. like for days in a row, Like I was, I was coming home more pumped and more hyped, and so was he, yeah. because we were just like sharing, you know, the the motivation that we have with each other. Yeah, so I'm yeah. motivated to do certain things. Yeah. He's motivated to do other things. But it's like they got combined. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like you level up, dude. So literally, the people you surround yourself with is who you become. I believe that 100. Yeah, and that guy is is very uh, he when Intense. you talk about positive <laughs> reinforcements. Yeah, I don't see anybody that does it more than than uh, Carlos. Than yeah. Carlos, yeah, because I, I feel bad that I haven't talked to him in a while. Because I don't know, I, I was in my own deep state in December, but when I, the first time I went to train with him, yeah, it was it was really you know all about that positivity. Usually, trainers like yeah, go do this fucking shit, go run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was like even though he was giving me like pumped up irons that was too much for me, he was really. Putting me in the state where you can't do it. It's not something that it's possible. You can't do it. Yeah. And I know I, I like that. I like that kind of you know thinking. Like it, it brings you to a whole nother level, like you said. So. And wow. again, it, one concept that I developed then also with self-made, I keep referring back to it, but it yeah, just, yeah. whatever you say <laughs> makes me think of it is yeah, yeah. even if your group of friends right now aren't the people that match your ambitions and your visions, mm -hmm. Even by, by tuning in or watching the episodes, you do get people that are in high positions or that made it or are making it that do praise the same things you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. E even if your friends right now isn't the circle that defines who you want to be, yeah, yeah. you can still get that praise, that you know reassurance yeah, yeah, every time you watch an episode. You can, but uh, it, what's what you call it again? Um, you have to have those friends that don't have that same mentality to it in a way that... Not every not everybody is gonna have that same mentality, but if you have just the friends that have your back, yeah, that's what matters. Exactly, like, it's a combination yeah. of both. Yeah, that, that's why I think I'm losing a lot of friends is like in the next couple of years because I feel like not a lot of people have my back. I'm I'm all about loyalty, and and I think that the people that are not 
constantly in my life again are the people that I think never had my back to begin with. I yeah. think, I think no, if something happened, I'd be dead, dead glass on my own. And they're not, they're not gonna hear this because I know uh, most of the things that I do, most of my friends don't even listen to. <laughs> I only have like a select few that always listen to this. And those are the people that are always con- like not constantly, you know, there, but always check up, see if everything is good, you know, see if I'm alive or something like that. Because this is gonna be the most challenging year of my life because this is the year that I'm, I'm at that age where, you know, a couple of years ago my brother did what he did. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say that I'm not on that spectrum of headspace that he he was i'm on the edge but uh you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting year to say the least i can't lie to you (laughs) but like did he express like his thoughts or stuff with you that you can relate to what he was thinking or feeling or or no he would so i i live in his room okay now and uh, the things that he has on his door and then things that he put there i never took him out okay and i always used to see him and i was like those are the exact same thoughts that I'm having right now. And because at the time, even even though these, these friends always say, yeah, he was, he was like a brother to me, or I always had his back. It wasn't true. Because if it was true, he wouldn't be dead right now. Um, he had a lot of friends that went drinking with him and, and went you know doing drugs and all that, but always left him there, always left him with his thoughts, left Shit. him alone, left him you know, thinking that they care about, they don't care about him, or they had different motives. And uh, he never expressed it. Truly, I think the w- only one person ever knew, and that was my 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 aunt. But you can see in his eyes that it was it was just it was um I don't know, man. Li- life is. I think humans are 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 just interesting fucking species. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I see it every everything that he he used to feel. I I would see it in my room, and I was like, I'd be like, yeah, that's the kind of feelings that I have now. So I try to just put myself in another um, zone so I don't have those feelings anymore. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think if he, would be, if he surrounded himself with people that I know for a fact would be there with him, he would be something great right now. He'd probably be 28, having his own restaurant, you know, doing his own thing. Because my brother was a very motivated dude. He, he was a talented individual having a lot of, like, skills to paint it was because of him that I actually got the, the, the imagination that I could create characters and, and, and nice. you know, be, yeah. Because we nice. used to play, uh, when we were kids, even at a teenage level, we used to play um, imagination, right? We were in our rooms and he'd have these phases or he'd be like, um, like one phase, one month he'd be a gangster, like always listen to gangster rap. Another phase he'd be like a mob boss and then he'd be like this Latino gangster. Nice. And because of him, you know, we started adapting these, these accents and now that i i can perfectly influence any accent that he did because of that you know <laughs> That's had, it. yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if you had that um like with your sister like you had moments where you just imagination just yeah we ran used to across. do that all the time too yeah yeah it was oh. fun it was uh it, 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 i don't know it's like something that you never forget about your childhood yeah you know? i agree <laughs> like i never grew up with video games my my first um console was when i was maybe a teenager yeah, so 13, 14. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so before that, um, yeah. my parents weren't pro uh, buying me, like, Game Boys or DSs or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So up until that age, so my 13s, I was still playing with action figures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it just gave <laughs> yeah. me the chance to still keep being creative, you know, and yeah. think of my own scenarios and create my own things instead yeah. of just, like, staring at a screen and play. And it, it kept you being from being a kid. You know, you kept being a kid in your head, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Until yeah, until I was, like... 13, 14. 13, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like 14, like, yeah, this time to become a man. <laughs> <laughs> but before, yeah, yeah. before that, I was still expressing my creativity. I don't know if that's, like, something that helped me stay creative until this day. Maybe it is, yeah, you know, because yeah. I, I didn't stop expressing it at a young age by, by just playing whatever the game developers created. Yeah. I kept doing whatever I could think of. So maybe that, that influenced, you know, who I am today, maybe. Yeah, it could have, yeah. But you still, you still played, uh, like... PlayStation, because yeah, you're your PlayStation dude. Yeah, no, I still play, <laughs> yeah, man, no. for sure. We're, we're for Xbox sure. over here, Dave. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, with that, a lot of people, again, if if you look at the productivity part, you know, yeah, I do know people that are also, like I said, on a similar wavelength. They don't play PS4. They're all about uh, podcasts, reading books, etc. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. although I'm big in self improvement, I yeah. still think that it's nice to do that because you do have to be disconnected from productivity, yeah, just yeah, as you yeah. should be disconnected from yeah. being lazy. 
and um, logging onto the PS4 with the bros, yeah, yeah. talking shit, playing yeah, games, yeah, yeah. can serve the same like um, utility you could say as going out with some friends for beers or being at a barbecue. You know, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. It could be the same thing. So for us, it's that. For me, it's just uh, turning on the PS4. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes a few hours a week. It's just like yeah. again disconnecting from everything. Just yeah. you know, logging on with the bros. And you can't forget yourself either. You know. If yeah, that exactly. if that was the things that you loved before, yeah, you have to always make time because yeah. I, I know you're you're a big um, football fan with yeah, uh, for you know, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. In my case, I'm a big wrestling fan, huge video game fanatic, and F I watch Formula One, so I always make time for those three. You yeah, know? exactly. I, exactly. If you quiz me on a lot of like wrestling stuff, even now that I'm 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 consciously busy with trying to do everything that I can, I can, you can literally still, right? tell yeah. you everything I know about current day wrestling. Exactly. Same. So. You have to make time. You you can't forget about who you were, but you can't be that person in in a sense. But you just you gotta dumb it down sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah. Sometimes so, uh, again, back then I could play FIFA for hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, I I used to go to Beto's house and we used to play FIFA or Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. So sunrise, yeah, literally yeah. like six a.m. We're still playing. So yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do that now, obviously. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. still, like again, if you're working, if you work on your professional career, if you want to develop who you are, which is what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. I won't forget that thing you know yeah, yeah, so no, i'm, I'm no, not yeah. gonna spend hours on the ps4 every single day but i'm still gonna log on meet the friends yeah yeah you know have some fun because i like, think hey. it's just as important yeah they're like hey quit with the bbc you're alive yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like yeah you're insane <laughs> so i'm still i'm yeah. still pro gaming just you know keep it down yeah, so yeah. you can still work yeah but, yeah, yeah. But it, keep I, it on the down low yeah yeah damn but it gives you enough time to you know it, when you get you'll enjoy every minute when you're playing it exactly yeah that's what yeah. i always say so if i'm reading a book i even try to like leave the phone on mute leave it somewhere else yeah yeah if i'm doing or planning self-made i want to do that 100 percent. yeah but yeah. then again if i'm if i'm going to play ps4 if i'm going to watch netflix i'm going to do that 100 percent, and i'm yeah. not going to think <laughs> on anything else yeah yeah which is you know what's funny um you you told me about suits suits yeah yeah i just watched the whole like this um, week and a half i watched the whole fucking season you mean you finished it? Yeah. Nine seasons. Nine fucking seasons, yeah. <laughs> Holy Dude, shit. I fucking love that show it's with the best, all my right? heart. Harvey Specter. Harvey Specter vibes yeah, is the best. Yeah, I was watching videos, man, on how to be Harvey Specter because Harvey Specter is a fucking god. Yeah. He's a beast. I think he's an emotional as fuck. Emotional as fuck, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's the best, man. He was, he was my favorite thing of suits all the time. Yeah, yeah. So coming home from university, just sitting down with lunch and like getting that daily Harvey dosage daily that I yeah, needed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like having that confidence is a key, man. I, I want that confidence to just enter a room and say, yeah, this is what you're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And then bam, done. That's, that's something that has to happen in the next five years of my life. I think. Cause if, if I manage that, trust me that there's nothing else that's going to stop me. <laughs> I mean, so. you, you can do it, man. Obviously that's, that's the whole idea behind the, like even self-made logo or self-made yeah. image. Yeah, yeah. Like if you look at the logo, is the man that's carving himself yeah, the way yeah. he wants to be. Yeah. And when I was younger, like watching stuff like that. So if I watch Suits, and I say like, you know, having Harvey's confidence, you yeah. know, and strength, would be fucking legendary. And yeah, then when you watch The Wolf of Wall Street, and you say having yeah. the the sales skills and communication skills that this oh, guy has Belford, yeah. will be awesome. And then yeah. watching another movie and saying, yo, having this guy's physique is sick. So. Yeah, yeah. Then thinking about it, when I said, I admire this guy's confidence, I admire yeah, yeah. this guy's ability to speak, I admire yeah. this guy's... So I just started working on myself to make each and every single one of those aspects and skills. Yeah, like your own. Not, yeah, yeah, exactly, my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. So instead of admiring a fictional character's confidence, yeah. I'll just work on boosting my confidence yeah. to the same level as him, his. Yeah. You know, Instead and of then, admiring Jordan Belfort's like, speaking and sales skills, yeah, I'll just yeah. work on making my skills the same. And yeah. then that's the idea behind the logo of making yeah, yeah. yourself how you want to be. Because you added value to that by saying something that you added. Uh, what, what was that again at um, Simon Antonio? Sorry. San Antonio? San Antonio. You said you, if you have a couple of, it could be fictional, it could be real life people. Yeah. You, if you have five people, you will add anything, not to copy them, but you kind of have them to inspire you on it. Let's say, you, like you said, you, you, you told me about this. You liked uh, Jordan Belfort's skills. Yeah. So you add that to your resume. I you, even you said Harvey's, and, Harvey's yeah, confidence, I Harvey's think. Harvey's confidence. You said, uh, who more? You said, uh, let's say, Matthew McConaughey's... Um, storytelling, storytelling, for example. Storytelling and, yeah. and you know, indigestion and stuff like that. So 
I said indigestion. Shit. <laughs> That's something else. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's something I remember fondly because uh, it's something that I'm trying to apply every day too. You know, I'm, I'm seeing everyone that inspires me, even people that don't have to inspire you. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, there's a thing called, I told you about it, Pe- Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love Thomas Shelby, but he is a ruthless killer. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be that, but I admire the way he works because he yeah, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, you just admire one of his, his characteristics, yeah, you know? Yeah, Exactly. So just like when you were a kid or I used to do this, you would just draw or create like your ideal superhero. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so when I was a kid, we used to play this, so... You would say like, hey, so my my character, my hero would have like the the speed of Flash. He would have like the gadgets and weapons of Batman. Yeah, yeah. He would have the strength of Hulk. Yeah, yeah. And then he would have <laughs> yeah. the claws of Wolverine. You know, so yeah, you, yeah. like when I was a kid, I used to do that and creating like my most powerful, deadly superhero. Yeah, yeah. But as I grew up, I guess that same game still stuck with me. But instead of like creating a fictional superhero with superpowers, I just try to picture myself with like super skills and super abilities super skills and abilities yeah Yeah, yeah, so it just stayed the same it just evolved as i grew up and that's like the whole the whole vision behind self-made behind my own self-improvement journey behind trying to get people to see themselves that way yeah yeah because imagine now that you're like this imagine in a couple of years man yeah (laughs) that's the point right so so showing people that if you start working on yourself and learning at this young age and stay on that path for 20 years, 25 years, 30 yeah. years. Imagine yeah. who you're going to be, you know, yeah. at that time. You're going to be someone that you're going to look back and you're just like, yeah, that's the person that I needed um, when I was that age that I started doing this. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's very admiring, man. It's very admiring to see that. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I mean, to cut it, like, a bit loose again, you know, we're, we're airing at that moment. Because <laughs> I think, let me see this thing right here. It's, it's about an hour and, and a minute. Shit. So, yeah, we made an hour and a minute, <laughs> Yo, which usually crazy. happens on, on Oh No, so it's okay. But it felt like 20 or 30, honestly. Yeah, exactly, because it's a conversation, man. That, that's why I, I, I love this uh, this and, and even the, the self-made one, because it's a conversation. It has yeah. no agenda. I, I, don't, I, put on, I put on like a few notes. Did we the cover notes, all of them? I think so, yeah. Okay, we covered cool. them in, I think, 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, 10 minutes we covered all of this. Um, but the notes are just so I can, I can remember things. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think it, it. A conversation is much better than than you know. So uh, tell me a bit about Mauro. I want to know who is Mauro. I mean, <laughs> that's like a common question. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm happy because here, like you, you touched other topics that the other places didn't. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not to talk back on on any of the people that had me because I am grateful and it was they were all different and unique experiences. Yeah, yeah. But then again they were all asking the same thing. I get that they have a different audience and they want their audience to, you know, hear. And get the, to know you. Yeah, 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 the general points, get to know who I am. But then again, if, if other shows just do also their research, see what other shows asked you, yeah, yeah. and then briefly touch that point and then go deeper, yeah, yeah. like, it, it, would be, it would be a cooler experience. Yeah, it would. It would, because then other people would have more of a, an experience rather than a, 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 an interview. Yeah, exactly. And I like that. An, an experience is, is much more fascinating because an interview you can listen to and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm probably going to sleep through this. Yeah. Through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But an experience, you literally like listen to it word for word, bar for bar. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'm really happy how this turned out. This was mm-hmm. a, a really awesome conversation. So, um, yeah, as we're nearing the end, I do want to realize. So I want to really want to thank you for coming on, man. This is an experience. And yeah, me uh, too, man. I'm finally on Oh No. I, yeah, was, yeah. I was waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, just like months on end. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, but again, I wish you really the best at um at Elite, you know. Uh, they're, they're kind of another company that is, is kind, of, kind of opposite ours. Yeah. But I like the set. I like how it's going. So really, I wish you nothing but the best. And um, let's see how it goes, man. I think the... If we if you guys started with season one already with like so many great guests, I think yeah. season two is just gonna fucking boast. I think I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. But even even you and me, I'm someone that always has ideas and tries to make it happen. And yeah. you're someone that knows how to make certain things happen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. sometimes needs like a little push. Yeah, or like a little a little, a little seasoning <laughs> like, on your ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in that sense, I still think we make like a like a powerful duo. So I think yeah, we're still gonna definitely. do like things on the side. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. And um really I think this comes from I think all most of us at Elevate and it also comes from most people out there that watch self made. Really we we have to thank you for for doing this and bringing this this show to life because this not only helps our community it also helps everybody 
Okay, I'm not gonna use this word again. Elevate not just <laughs> into becoming that. that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So really, I mean, this is from the bottom of my heart and everybody else. You know, because we do have like I think more people at Elevate that watch Self Made, and it, it really helps people bring their best version of themselves, like you say in Self Made, to yeah. life. So yeah, really, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. So uh, to cut this, if you made it this far, before we cut this thing, let's uh let, let Mauro, you know, um. Shout out all of his uh, all of his socials. Show the handles. Show the handles. <laughs> yeah. Show them handles. <laughs> so if if you want to find my my personal page, just add me on Instagram. It's just Mauro Carabs. I don't use Facebook that much, but as of self-made, here you got to know me on more of a personal level. So I'm I not always like this on self-made. I keep it more focused on the bullet points that I have to do with that guest that episode. But still, I advise you to go check the page out because as you heard here, I do my best to like give you an experience that you're going to grow and learn and stay motivated. So on most podcast platforms, because Milo did that, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, add the ones that I forget, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, you can just search selfmade.aruba and then you're going to find loads of uh, valuable videos that are going to help you. Yeah, definitely. So that's it. Thank you again. Thank you for coming on, man. So it's always a pleasure, you know. Yeah. If you ever want to be on here again. Yeah, I'm down, man. Next week again. (laughs) Next (laughs) week. You know, as I said, Mauro's the next (laughs) co-host. I'm just kidding. But speaking of that, the co-host could not make it today because he's um he's currently uh off-roading. So we're not gonna talk about that. But um yeah, if you made it this far, which I know a lot of you didn't. (laughs) If you made it this far, thank you guys for um listening and tuning in this is the first episode of oh no this year so we're gonna be as of more consistent because we haven't been consistent in the past two years so now we're gonna be consistent more shows more things and when we make it to episode 30 we're gonna do this with a video and nice. maybe you know more upgraded versions of that so um yeah thank you guys for listening and uh, you guys already know where to find me this has been the oh no podcast see you guys on the flip side peace